right, all right, all right. <coughs> oh boy. <coughs> oh, this is <coughs> oh, oh shit. Uh, this is Odin, <laughs> and, and Odin certainly does love you. And um, Odin is in a um, a seriously uh, compromised position. Odin's a real dumbass sometimes, guys. It turns out that Odin makes mistakes, and Odin left his wounds on his ankles to get infected, and Odin has staph infection <laughs> at the moment, and Odin's legs are above Odin's head, and Odin is gave himself trench foot as well <laughs> by putting coconut between Odin's toes, <laughs> uh, oil for several nights, so... Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Odin is constantly humbled. <laughs> I'll say, um, so humbled, so 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 much gratitude for this existence where I'm at, this place, and uh, Hawaii. I have so much gratitude for being able to to be in Hawaii every day is a, an absolute dream, and it blows my mind that it's it's happened and it's still happening and it's currently happening <laughs> and i uh, i absolutely love it yeah and um i am not strongly encouraging people to move to hawaii um because as you can imagine um it's not for everyone you know yeah it is uh, i do live in a legitimate jungle type situation here and it comes with its own challenges you know there's mosquitoes there's you know um you know staff and different kind of rat lung disease and different challenges that comes, you know, with, you know, living harmoniously with nature and without, you know, whitewashing nature away. And, um, but it also allows for a really full, rich experience, um, that integrates with nature. You know, I wake up to these amazing, amazing birds chirping <laughs> all around me and I go to sleep to a chorus of frogs croaking all around me and, um, I go on daily walks um, that constantly blew my mind, and and I realized with this infection that, you know, how limited it has made me with um with with walking. You know, traditionally with living here, I've been walk I walk you know two and a half three hours a day just um around my neighborhood and different trails and uh, listen to audiobooks, call friends, you know, listen to nature and just uh really enjoy walking. And I, um, I'm li I limited my schedule. I went from, you know, a lot of walking to a little bit of walking, you know, from, you know, you know, two to three hours a day to an hour to, to two a day. And, um, I realized I need to cut back to even less walking, <laughs> um, to maybe no walking, um, for a while until my, my body heals, which is going to drive me absolutely crazy. I'm going to attempt to do a, a digital fast. And to take a break from all things digital, and to really uh, spend three days to um, heal, yeah, and stop walking and just allow my body to heal itself. And I'm just one of those pre most type of people who try to keep pushing things, even though my body is telling me not to. I try to go against my body at times, and I find that <laughs> it's, it's it's better to go with your body and to to heal and use this time to heal my own brain from all the, the screens and the stimulation of digital life and take a break from that and to really just uh, open up and listen, listen to what Hawaii is, is, is offering. And 
So today on the show, I have John. Uh, he's a friend of mine. I met at uh, a farming gig I've been volunteering at once a week. Um, it's been really great. Everyone who I've met there has been, you know, it's just fantastic. And I look forward to getting back there once I'm once I'm better. And John has an interesting background in real estate. And he has an interesting story that brought him to Hawaii. And he has a unique perspective of Hawaii. And um, he really is in love with the water and being able to access that. And he is... You know, from you know, in comparison to my you know comfortability level with water, John is an absolute Aquaman. <laughs> I mean, he spearfishes, he free dives. You know, he, I mean, his happy place is the water. You know, so Hawaii is you know a total dream for him as well. And this is uh, an interview of how he arrived to Hawaii and what his thoughts are on Hawaii and you know and how to live a respectful and harmonious life. In Hawaii, and respecting the nature, and respecting the culture, and express, expressing, respecting Pele herself, the the volcano goddess that allows us all to live here, and um, it's essential, you know, like, you know, this this property that I'm on is on ground zero of you know um, the lava flow, you know, and if Pele decides to take it back, it's her right to take it back, and it's our it's our gift, you know, that we we we've received to be able to spend time here until she decides that she needs to um send <laughs> send some lava our way and uh until then i'll be infinitely great grateful for the opportunity here and um every day is a blessing and i love you all so much and let's take a a, a breath um uh, a minute of breathing before we start the episode here and just as a heads up also we start the episode with three alms so we're not oming the whole time, and if you want to skip through that, <laughs> feel free. But uh, there's a few alms we start with, and let's start with a minute of breathing, and then we'll get into the episode, and I appreciate you all so much. And of course, there's all the books on Amazon, Meditate or Die, Ghost Army, Truth Dare Gaze, Yum Yum Coloring Book, um, some poem books out there. <laughs> there's things happening, Saturn Noir is uh, it's, it's being developed, it's on its way, and I'm sure I'll have an update on that here soon as well, which I'm very excited about. But I love you all so very much, and I am doing my best to allow that to be my reality rather than the adverse, as I, I know it's absolutely true. <laughs> I just need to deprogram my monkey brain to allow it to be true. So let's do a minute of breathing here. Breathe with me for one minute, inhaling in through your nose. Counting to five. One, two, three, four, five. Exhaling through the nose for five. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi. And continuing that rhythm, inhaling for five. Exhaling for five. Inhaling for five. Exhaling for five. One more round, inhaling. And exhaling. 
Very nice. I love you all so, so much. Thank you for listening. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Bye. John. I didn't know if you want to use your real name or you wanted to use a, an alias, but we're going, we're going with John. It's too late. Time will tell us this is an alias. I've been called worse. And that's yeah, we don't know if your John was one O and J-O-N or J-O-H-N, so we don't know. We'll, we'll leave it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't, though. You know that. Yeah, we don't know if there's a, an apostrophe in there somewhere. There's an H. <laughs> oh, don't, you're revealing too much. Uh, all kids, all kids. Oh, John, um, so me and John here met... If you listen to our, our previous episode here uh, on the same farm that Eric uh, from the last guest in the last episode on um, a farm um, out here in Big Island, Hawaii. And uh, me and John here have been talking about various things, including breath work and reconnecting with water and fasting. And this is our first conversation about um, we'll see where it flows to. I know that like, we've been wanting to get in the water and wanting to get into breath work and I'd like to just uh, get you know John to open up about his you know, what led him to coming to Hawaii, and we'll we'll see what flows from there. So John, like, like how did you? What was your thought process to arrive on uh, at Big Island? Okay, we get some time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, take your time, man. It all started with me watching uh, a Thirty for Thirty. Okay. And uh, it was the story of Eddie Akau. Who's a famous Hawaiian big wave surfer? Oh, sick! Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So I was in Maine. I don't know how many years out of my divorce. Sure. And uh, it was winter time. Mm-hmm. And every time I fall rolls around, I was a raft guide for a number of years. Every time I uh, fall would roll around, I I I kind of get depressed. Sure. Because I couldn't get in the water, right? Right. So right. I watched this Eddie Cow video, and I was like, wow, that's amazing, and it kind of sent a, a little uh, uh, little spark mm-hmm. somewhere. Sure. And um, I think I've always sort of, uh, I, was, I was really into Native Americans when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and um, I guess indigenous lifestyle in some ways. I, I think I, and I, I watched that video, and there was a, a section where Clyde Akau, Clyde Akau, Clyde which is Eddie Akau's brother, mm-hmm. um, um, talked about Honolulu and how they weren't welcome on the beaches anymore and, and it was you know the, the native Hawaiians and sure. it was really 
it kind of it hit me. It hit me in the right. in the in the guts, you know. And and Eddie Akau was also uh, very famous as far as peaceful person who kind of he and he was a lifeguard at Waimea Bay, and right. and he ended up um, dying on the Hokulea, which was um, and there's an expression you'll see on bumper stickers. Eddie 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 will go. Mm-hmm. Eddie would go, and so Eddie will go. Eddie would go. Will go. Okay. Or Eddie will go. Is basically saying he would do it. Well, he, he so the first trip uh, of of the Hokulea, um, they went. Everybody said you shouldn't go. Even even they did. Like, but they were they were pushing because it was a big. Uh, uh, they wanted to prove that Hawaiians, uh, their voyaging canoes could easily navigate the two. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Proving themselves. Yeah, proof to themselves as mm-hmm. a people, as a, so there's a big movement, um, and basically they went out too soon, mm-hmm. capsized, mm. and it was in the Maui Channel. So Eddie basically says, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on my surfboard and I'm gonna go for help. Right. And instead of, you know, like the the captain, I don't know, you know, Eddie was this mythic figure, and mm-hmm. Eddie, you know, so he he went out and they never found him again. Oh no! So he like he went out to go rescue people on the boat, and they never found him again. Well, no, he went to go to shore to get help. Okay, right. He's on the boat. So about two, two to three days later, right. um, um, they uh, they found them on the boat, and they rescued the rest of them, and then Eddie was not Eddie was never found. And and oh. and there's an interesting book, Hawaii Kai, is a really if you're interested in, in uh, it's a story about uh, Nainoa Thompson. Okay, never heard of who him. Is, yeah. Who is the captain of the Hokulea. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it talks about his journey into his Polynesian roots. And, sure. Um, yeah, so that's that's that was the first thing. That's your inspiration. And then, but I, I kind of, it was not really, I just was like, well, that's freaking cool. And, right. And I feel bad for the, the Hawaiian people. And, right. You know, and, and uh, I learned a little bit about history. Uh, um, it feels like it's like the, the last great stand for like a native people you know like you know like as far as like in, in america you know goes you know yeah. like here it's like you know it's, it's the hawaiian culture in a big island from what i've seen very on very surface level because it's been a, an entire situation here <laughs> a, a, a non-traditional situation with what's going on but i i don't i haven't seen a ton of i've seen a lot of american culture implemented into hawaii rather than like seeing the actual hawaiian culture because that there's, everything's been shut down so I, I, really, I really don't have a really good sense of like for like how, you know, how active like the culture is here in Hawaii. Can you speak on that? Um, I can to some degree. I mean, yeah. not that I have. I mean, I I have uh, um, talked to some people who are you know uh, I would I would they're Hawaiians. I mean, right. They're Hawaiians, or mm-hmm. or they've been or families or or, or and. Um, I've had nothing but positive, uh, except for one grocery store thing. But you know, who knows sure. what that was about? But you know, guy giving me a little bit of shit. But but as far as the Hawaiian people, they've been very gracious. Very, I think it's you know, if you respect, I think respect's really big. Totally. They're also, I find it's funny because I I tend to look people in the eyes when I when I say hello or mm-hmm. whatever, and they really it's it's weird. It's a it's like uh, when you look at them, they kind of give you this this and and. I'm generalizing. This is my experience. Your experience, but, yeah, sure. But there's this experience of of looking at you in the eye, and, and then you. meeting you, mm-hmm. and then once they meet, then there's a smile. It's almost right. like a it's like a um, 
are you it's it's um are we doing this together kind of thing? Or yeah, no? it's yeah, kind of, yeah, I think yeah. they have a habit, you know, it's yeah, been a yeah, habit yeah. of, of mm-hmm. them, you know, people feeling like they're... I felt that in Israel, too. Like, yeah. in Israel, like, it's really hard to break through with people there, like, you know, like, really challenging, but once you break through with them, it's like your family after, after that, you know, like, they have, like, a, a big barrier up for no nonsense, you know, and I've, I've, I've uh, I definitely appreciate that. It's also a very small town vibe, like, depending yeah. on where you are in Hawaii, like, my experience in, um... On the Big Island, it was different than the other. I mean, in the Kona side, I, no offense to them, but I, I, I get that kind of California kind of, right, um, yeah, settler, settler kind of vibe. Yeah. Forgive me, but like older women who, old ladies who, yeah. who really feel like, you know, you, I don't know. The, the, I, I really think if you go to a place, you really need to be, you need to, you know, be graceful and and and, and be understanding of of the culture whether it's i don't know i just uh um, they're not integrating very well with the hawaiian culture they're creating their own culture outside yeah, of yeah yeah and you know you go to places on the other end like some of the restaurants i've gone to and the women the uh hawaiian aunties you know mm-hmm. and the people sure. it's really you can feel that family vibe which i definitely and maybe that's why i kind of can i've i've had really good experiences and you know and I, I don't want to change anything. I want to come here. I want to come here and and, and uh, um, oh, so back to the back to why I got here. Sure. Um, so um, I I I had a friend who who lived here, and I, I worked with her in the real estate business, mm-hmm. right? And she had lived here for a while, and and and. Um, um, it's funny because we're just good friends, uh, hanging out every once in a while. Um, but we really bonded because that job sucked. <laughs> I was yeah. sort of at the tail end of my right. first real estate stint. Right. And I'd, I've been doing, as I told you before, we were doing, I was doing short sales. Sure. It was sort of 2008, 2009. Right. It was just rough. Right. It was just like a rough experience. Going to real estate war. <laughs> and, and I, I had, um. Uh, to get to personal, little personal stuff, I, I had uh, come to grips with some pretty tough stuff. Uh, right. Uh, sexual abuse when I was a kid, stuff sure. like that. So right. I was, I was in real estate doing short sales and shit. Right. And also trying to rationalize your history. Yeah. yeah. And trying to, and trying to have space. And then, mm-hmm. and if you know anything about real estate, it's, it's you're expecting calls 24/7. It's con- being connected to your clients. No, it's, it's well, one t- the, the lifestyle it seems like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One at one point I had like 17 listings I was carrying around, and and, and it was just me and I, I did hire assistants and blah right. blah blah. But right, right. Not blah blah blah, but I hired assistants and and uh, you know I was running a, a team of people. And, sure, sure. And, and, yeah, yeah, um, team manager, yeah. And I loved the distraction. Yeah. Until I didn't love it. Right. You know I. Um, and I was on, um, I was because of the personal stuff. Um, I was on ADHD medication because I mm. thought that's what I had. I, Ritalin or? I, I started with Vyvanse and then I had a panic attack on, on, on the river. Okay. I, I was, I was kayaking. I used to be a guide a long time ago. Sure, and, sure. And I, I'd go up every summer for about 30 years. 30 and, years? Yeah. I was Holy on, shit. I was on the river paddling through class four, uh, on, on the Kennebec. It was called a run that I've done a ton of times. Shit. 
and I, I'm over on the side of the river, mm-hmm. and I had a full-blown, like, oh, oh, oh my God, like a full-grown, uh, full-blown, not full-grown, full, it was full-grown. Well, if you're full-grown man, also. It was, <laughs> it was a fucking full-blown full grown man. Yeah, panic attack. So right. I'm like, holy shit, and I had to calm myself enough so I could paddle through it. And, not and you're, it, I mean, the people who are not familiar with class four, it's, it's a serious rapid. Like you have to be yes. on your P's and Q's and you can't like have any distractions, right? Correct. And then, so having a panic attack during all that's happening, it's like being on a rock, on a rock climbing wall and being like halfway up and be like, oh fuck, I'm on a, I'm on a rock wall. Yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah, while someone's pinching your ass. <laughs> <laughs> someone's tickling your asshole. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, chill, relax, relax. <laughs> and now you're white knuckling yeah, on the freaking. Trying to focus here. <laughs> yeah, you're white knuckling on the. Uh... Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we're, 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 I, I lost. You, you, you had a panic attack on the river. And you oh yeah. So so I'm paddling. Yeah. And friggin'. Uh, yeah, I had to calm myself and, and breathe and how, stuff. Yeah. How did you calm yourself during that time? I did. I was doing. I was doing some breath work at that time. Doing some yoga because I. I um, I get divorced, so that's one thing you do when you, after you divorce, you do a little bit of yoga. Soul searching. <laughs> also yeah. yoga pants. I don't. I, I yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That. I'm, I'm in, man. I'm like, I'm like in, in. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's that's uh, that was um, yeah. So that was rough. So then I went to the next. I I freaking on the phone. I'm like, uh, excuse me. Uh, I got help. Yeah, sure, sure. Which. Um, that was like a like a, a low point where you realized that you you couldn't avoid it anymore and you just had to like take action. Is that you're saying? Yeah, and the other one was my daughter. I mean, I had right. I had responsibility. And uh, how old was she at this time? About eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And you know the times the times I didn't have her, I was fucking I was a mess. You know, I was a mess, especially for the first year. The I first, so. Just not conscious or. Well. Divorce is like the biggest failure of your life sure. for me. Like, like going bankrupt with love. <laughs> yeah, and and you realize you're like, oh shit, this this thing, this family, mm-hmm. especially with kids. Well, I, I can't say, I shouldn't say, but for me, sure, sure, with having kids, everything's from your perspective. <laughs> you no, know? no, I know, yeah. but 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 with kids, mm-hmm. it's it's that responsibility. You feel like, oh, I fucked this up, right? And I and I'm am I fucking my child up, right? And you're like, fuck. What I've learned though is like you know just from my you know my own fucking personal experience is like the most fucked up you know like you and I can come from like I come from like a great childhood and a scattered you know experience when I was like a young adult and you have your own trauma as well and we ended up being like like well-adjusted adults somehow you know so like I, I mean I don't think that these like traumas you know as far as like divorce is as i mean it, it can i think mean, it all depends how you handle it i guess but like i, I think it can be navigated in a way to where like it uh, it isn't as big of a barrier as you know it could be yes and i think that's if you do the work right doing if you do if you do the work which means okay i have the opportunity here right to do what i want finally mm-hmm Without having the obligation to somebody who who you feel entire, you know, you, you feel it, it hold it to you or whatever it is. That's my perspective. I mean, sure. I I, I um, yeah, funny stories. I you know, I remember moving to my first apartment. Mm-hmm. And the first night, actually, I slept better than I had slept in fucking years. Mm-hmm. And I remember the next day, I pulled out a painting, and um, I put it on the wall. I said, "You can go here, or you can go here." 
bargain go anywhere. It's like, oh my god. When will you? Yeah, but but not to not to be not. Um, it takes two to tango. I'm not sure. blaming. Um, it was just it was a, a situation where it wasn't gonna work. No, it's fair. I mean, like people yeah. grow, grow apart, and people like you know. I mean, unless you know, it's, it's like I, I see like relationships as starting a business together. Yeah. As a partnership, you know, and then you're both in it together. And if anything ever goes, you know, tits up, and <laughs> you gotta reevaluate the situation, and like that's it's say la vie, you know, that's 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 life, you know, things aren't forever, you know. Yeah, the great the the greatest thing is my daughter's come to me now and said, you know, I'm glad you guys, you know, you got divorced. Right, that's that's a good decision. <laughs> yeah, and also basically that 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 um, I have to give my ex-wife credit. I mean, um, as a reference, it was for us. It it was it was it, it was we worked it out mm-hmm. and we we made Natalie first for the for the most part. I mean, you always sure. have your lapses of of bullshit, but it was. Uh, yeah, I think we, I think we all need that that period of time in our lives to like reevaluate you know everything yeah. you know and like I think we've had that you know in the present situation you know I personally have had that time to just reevaluate what's important you know what what I value and like what ideal reality looks like you know and what that this is all about what it's all for and how to prioritize love and <laughs> you know like yeah. all the things and like really t- taking time to. Like soul search to see like what would be you know um, you know what would make my soul content, and I think we should do that every so often. I think that's good that you guys did that with your marriage to be able to like realize the reality of like us forcing this uh, square peg into a round hole is like not gonna work long term. You know, it fucking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so fast forward, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm um, so one day I got mad at my daughter and I yelled at her and she looked at me and she said, Daddy, you're scaring me. Mm. And I went, holy shit, I'm like goddamn parents. Right. And I walked in the other room. Right. And I basically... Uh, overreact? You over, overreact over something? Or was it, what, what was... Yeah, the, I don't even know what it was. Yeah, then. yeah, it's blacked out. So I went I went next door or next, in the other room and I counted to ten. I came back and said, honey, I didn't like what you did. Right. But there's no excuse for me doing that. And right. I will work on that, and I'm very, very sorry. Mm-hmm. So that those two um, those are, things... Those are pretty close to each other? Yeah, those are definitely close to each mm-hmm. other. And, and um, yeah, so I... Um, so those two things, and realizing I, I was having a problem with anger because I was dealing with my bullshit from my past. Right. Like I was actually angry about um, what happened to me and what was done. Right. You know, I, mm-hmm. you know, I had one experience when I was five. One experience. I don't. I don't know. I don't know everything about that experience. Sure. I, I have fragments, mm-hmm. which is kind of bizarre in itself. And then around uh, 13, 14. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, hold on, holding on to those things, and like, I mean, I, I've listened to a lot of Eckhart Tolle, and he talks about the pain body. Yeah. You know, and, and the Hawaiians has this belief of, you know, the bowl of light. Are you familiar with that? Um, yeah, so like, so like, they believe that we all have this bowl of light, you know, yeah. and like, yeah. all, all the pain and fear and suffering are rocks that we put into our bowl, and to, for, have, to have that bowl of light be light, we have to remove the rocks. Absolutely. Out, out, out of the bowl, so that we, yeah. we can, you know, be, be light. Yeah, so I... Um... So I basically said, okay, I'm in, 
and uh, I remember calling the, the, the SARS hotline, which is SARS what? sexual oh. abuse. Oh, okay. I forget. Uh, anyway, right. called them. I'm like, listen, I, it was it was Christmas time. Didn't have my daughter. I was, what, what, I, what, what spiked that? And then did you realize that before? But you had an experience where like you just made the realization that you did have some trauma that was unresolved. Or were you aware of a it? A detective called me. Okay. Because I started dealing with it. Um, I remember having sex with this woman and I checked out, right. um, my nephew turned a certain age, exactly the age I was. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm a baby. Right. You know? And, uh, it was actually the first, the, this one was a woman. The other one was a man the, right. when I was five. Mm-hmm. So that was a whole mind fucking itself. Mm-hmm. Totally. It was it all about. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out she, it was 10 other kids. She was doing cocaine. She didn't do cocaine with me, but she was doing cocaine. She told me about her abortion, a bunch of other things. So, oh, so that was, that was one. That's what I thought love was, and right. and, and and so I started dealing with that. I started dealing with that, and I realized that as I was dealing with that, right. I got off the Ritalin. Right. Um, I started seeing a different therapist, one who, who specialized. In how how do you feel after getting off Ritalin? Like, do you have any kind of clarity from that? Or well, or one. It, it, I realized how addictive it was because, well, it was actually masking a depression. Right, 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 right. So I realized how addictive it was. Did it make things gray or I mean, were like, were things? Like, no, it kind of, it masked my, my depression. So basically I, I would take it in the morning and be right. like, oh, wow, I can do shit. Right, 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 right. So you have a lot of energy. I can do shit. Yeah, yeah. Once I went off it, it was like, oh, fuck. Right. You're living in this different reality. <laughs> yeah. But that was the only way. And I, got, yeah. I remember the day that I got off it because I was at a, my daughter's swim meet. Sure. And uh, that morning, well, I was at the, dark, the the first day, and then the second day, as I'm driving, it, I had a migraine. Like, I, it felt like someone was sticking a spike in my eye. I was actually, I had to, I'd pull over and puke Holy on the side. Shit. And I'm trying to make it, and finally, you know, they both, my ex-wife and my daughter, look at me and go, Daddy, you can't. I said, I don't know. Sweating what's bullets, man. I, I, don't, I, I don't, you know. And I had to go back and sleep off the friggin', uh Withdrawal. Withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I withdrawal on some kind of like SSRI that I was on you know, for whatever I was going through for at a time years ago. And like the withdrawal took like two days. And I thought I was just like, it was like, felt like I was, I've had, you know, um, food poisoning quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> traveling. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it felt like, it felt like food poisoning. I felt like I was like missing the poison, you know, and um, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would not yeah, it's like out. a screaming, I don't know if you had the headache. I don't mean, this is years ago. It was 10 plus years yeah, ago. Yeah, but yeah. It was, I just remember it not being a Actually, it's about the same time. About yeah. 10 years ago. That's yeah. exactly around the time that I... Yeah, it was... That's funny. Sure. Um, and so... And then I started getting into this stuff. And I started Wait, which, getting... Which stuff do you mean? My, my abuse stuff. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. also... And I... And the first layer of it, the first... Uh, a detective called me and, right. you know, said, Mr. Barasa... Well, I shouldn't be saying my name, but anyway... Um, I guess I, whatever. Um, Ms. Brasso, you're a victim of crime. Sure. Well, let me tell them, let me back up. He said, this is per, per, uh, Detective uh, Blah Blah, the Pitt-Fitchburg Police. Right. If you understand the, the, the name or the city is Pitt-Fitchburg, you'll know why I'm calling. Mm-hmm. We'd love it. Not even say we'd love. We, we'd like you to call us back. Sure, sure. So I called him back and I'm like, okay, well, this one, he goes, well, we, you know, we're following up on a lead. I had told my sister... I was worried because I was like, is this person, you know, messing with kids? I know it's, I know it's so many years later, but I still sure. feel like some obligation. Sure. So she said, hey, John, why don't I 
deal with this. I'll call. You, you have enough to deal with right, right now. Right, right, right. You know. Plus, you know, on every other day, when I'm not dealing with this, I'm I'm being a father and, and taking my kid to school right, and all right. that kind of shit. Play you know? is full. Which luckily, <laughs> luckily I got divorced because I had time. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have been just in, inside a divorce in, 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 in a... And in, in navigating, yeah. Yeah, because my ex-wife, it just wasn't... She wasn't that... Right. I, I married... Right. So, so, so as you're rationalizing like your history and as you're coming to have panic attacks and deal with that, you made the decision that you that you must get to Hawaii, or how does that play out? Okay, this is so that friend of mine, and 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 so basically, um, I went to. Um, thank you for getting me back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I went to. Uh, um, my friend, we're, we're hanging out, and 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 her her son had just left for California with mm-hmm. her with her dad, with his dad, with mm-hmm. his dad, mm-hmm. dad, his dad. Right, right. Because they just agreed. They lived in Maine for so long. He had an opportunity to go, and sure. the kid was well, 17, 18. Sure. And he 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 was able to make his own decision. You know? Sure. So she was bummed about it, and and she's like, "Well, I can't." And I said, and she was talking about Hawaii. I said, "Well, why don't you, why don't you go?" She goes, right. I have to wait till till he graduates. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and said, "Wait." He lives in California. Doesn't matter, yeah. You're gonna be closer to him. Right, right. All of a sudden, it, because she was so, so I don't know what it was, but she was Hold, so holding on to, hold yeah, on yeah, to yeah, that, yeah. and and she was, you're right. <laughs> I, was, I am yeah, yeah. Going right. Same, 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 really. So yeah. she goes, if, if, but if I move over there, you've got to visit me. In, you know, sure. You got, you got to visit me. So I said, all right, fine. Deal. So so I helped her. Yeah, I helped her move, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and she was on her way, and and. Um, and that was Big Island also, or where? Uh, no, it was Oahu. Oahu, okay, cool. So um, I got off um, the plane. Oh wait, I, sorry to digress. So I so I decided real estate was kind of slow at that point. Mm-hmm. What year um, is this? Uh, about 2012. Okay, so yeah, around yeah, yeah. there. Uh-huh. It was kind of slow. It wasn't, sure. or maybe it was even before then. Sure. But uh, maybe it was 10, 11. It still was, it was still hasn't put, recovering. Yeah. But also February in, in Maine, you know, you can go crazy. But I tended to use it as, a, as some downtime so I could, you know, get up and do it again all in the spring and summer because that was really my busiest season. So sure. Yeah, recovering. I um, booked a ticket for a month. Dope. So when I could make I one thing under contract or something, so but I could manage it from from Hawaii from and early, it was fine. Yeah. So um, I, I would just get out the plane and go, oh my god, oh my but, but god. Did I arrive? Yeah. It was like I. It felt like I. I had been there a long. I've been to Hawaii a long time ago, but it felt different. It felt. Yeah. Felt like. Uh, I was like, oh my god, what is that? And it, when I when I was going to to the place, I could just hear the ocean all the time, right. and it was like my, I don't know, something opened up. It was crazy. So I. And that was when I was doing, um, uh, you know, I was working on my stuff, and, mm-hmm. and and I and it was just a really I can get in the water here. Really healing time then, huh? So when I got into the water here, right, I was done. <laughs> I was friggin' done. Stick a fork in me, brother. Yeah, I, I was done. Yeah. No, there was no question. Uh-huh. Sooner or later, I'm gonna be here. Right. There mm-hmm. was no question. Sure. It was like, oh my god, and. Um, you know, went to Waimea Bay. I went to, you know, went to, uh, uh, and then, and then I went to the, uh, they call, 
think it's uh, Sunset or, or Sunset, and went all those places, mm-hmm. swam sure, all sure. of them, friggin' did a little bit boogie boarding, did some, you know, surfing. Um, so what, what brought you to this, uh, this, this part of Big, Big Island? Yeah, so then I went to Kauai, because mm-hmm. I was scoping it out. I right. was scoping out the real estate. So then that year, I went to Kauai. Right. Okay, and then came back. It just didn't didn't feel right. Right. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful, but it didn't it just didn't feel right. Right, it didn't fit in, yeah. So I came back, and then I decided, well, I'm going to come back next year, and I was going to bring my daughter because it was her it was her senior year. Right. So it was funny because that's when she, my, my girlfriend Cheryl we connected uh, that summer, mm-hmm. and we had been friends for. Um, 30, 40 years. Is your kids, yeah. Uh, and basically, a friend from Sweden came uh, to uh, came back, and a fr- another friend of mine uh, said, "Hey, come back. Eric's coming to to uh, to the states." And so I went down there, and then one thing led to another. I realized she was divorced, so I gave her a call, and the next thing you know, where she's living with me in Maine. And, no way. And then, so we, I wasn't sure if. She wanted to go to Hawaii because it was our first year and stuff like that. Sure, sure. And she made the decision, oh, we'll go to Hawaii. So we stayed with my friend, um, which is a little crazy. She has a little OCD. It's mm-hmm. a little, yeah, but it was it was very gracious of her. But she stay with her on, on Oahu. On Oahu, my yeah, friend yeah. Teresa, sure, uh-huh. my friend uh, and her son. Yeah, yeah. We went out swimming with sharks. We we Insane. with my daughter and, and the, the the lady stayed in. We we both we swim with Galapagos sharks on one of those research things. Um, I was. Taking the kids surfing, I was doing all that. It was a freaking blast. Insane. But when we came here, mm-hmm. so Cheryl and I decided we, we were going to, okay, let's take a look, because I wanted to look at real estate. Right. Mm-hmm. On, on, on the big island. Because right. I wanted to figure out the prices and all that sure, stuff. Sure, sure. And everybody told me it was the more affordable. And my way, I, I just didn't have a, the right. Do you know why it's more affordable here? Roughly, I mean. The volcano? Volcano is the big one, yeah. Yeah, and it's more, yeah, it's, it's more just. More rural. Yeah, and there's a little bit more. Um, more rain. Yeah, I guess it's not the touristy, and it's not as happening as, uh, you know, as, as Honolulu. So you, in Honolulu, you kind of get the combination. But right. um, it seems to, the, that the people who are drawn here have similar things going on. I mean, just... Yeah, more, more earthy, more... Yeah, yeah a little more homestead, cowboy, too. Home, homesteading, a little more, and more wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the cowboy, and the sort of hippie, you know... The, 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 so, the, so explain Pahoa... To like someone like someone who's not familiar with Bahoa, like explain that like what that is. <laughs> Less rules as far as like real estate and stuff yeah. like that, and and uh, building, without, more, building without permits is pretty common. Yeah, a little more methy to be yeah. honest. I yeah, mean yeah. that's one. I mean drugs are a thing here but, for sure. But yeah. rural Maine was like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like any rural anywhere is like yeah. that. Yeah. Except yeah. it's mess, so people are more angry versus it's, sleeping all the time. You know? Oh yeah. I'm not, yeah, trying, yeah. I'm not making light of it, but basically sure. I'm. I think it's there's a lot more meth here than mm-hmm. I don't say I don't really see it because I but it seems you know there's an undercurrent here. You can uh, see how it could be possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, there, I think there is between people who live here and people who from from vacationing or or um, transient people just like a, a yeah because I think a lot of people come here for one or two years and 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 leave you right. Know? Mm-hmm. So I think. Um, it feels like this is like where like uh, pirates retire. <laughs> yeah, that's it, what it feels like. It's, a, it's, a, it's also a tough place to make a, a living. A Hawaii. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hawaii in general, yeah. But um, on the other hand, you don't need to live 
like you would if you try to live up like you would on the mainland with with you know not growing your own food and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It, it, it is expensive. It'd be expensive as L.A. or Denver, but yeah, but, yeah, but like but, yeah. but living out like Hawaiian, I live here for like less than I live in Thailand for yeah because it's just like it's, it's accessible for me to garden and sure. to, to volunteer and to different do different things. You know, so like I live here in Hawaii for less than what it would cost to live in in Thailand. <laughs> You know, and it's very possible if people are doing it, you know, in a very conscious and intentional way. But if everyone's trying to, like, you know, live like a traditional consumer, uh, an American consumer, it's like, it's very, um, very challenging, I'd say. But I think a lot, and also, Paul has a very free spirit. Yeah, mm -hmm, totally. No, we have people like Wade, very quiet, mild mannered guy, but really fierce about his commitment to what he's, you know, the plan, you know, right. to uh, permaculture. Wait, our, our our farmer yeah. Um, contact, yeah. yeah. And then you have uh, you know a friend, yeah, yeah. It seems like people are pretty, um, and they don't want to be told what to do. Well, I feel it's a vortex of energy, like similar yeah. to like Prague or Thailand or in parts of India. Like those certain people are attracted to coming here, and those and certain people that stay here, and certain people certain people go. You know, it's like it's like uh, similar to a town called Crestone in Colorado like it's a really wild place and some people really love how wild it is and others are like repulsed by it yeah. you know it's like a intense environment that um it's intensely amazing for some and intensely in- intense <laughs> for, for others you know yeah I also think um it's like the ocean you know yeah 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 I mean um I mean as far as the ener- energy goes or yeah when you get in the ocean here I mm-hmm. mean um, like I, I swim in Maine. I've swim. I've, I've swim in the Caribbean. I've swim in the in, in Greece. I've swam not so much in California in that area. A little bit, but not much. Right. And Hawaii, there's just something about. It. Even though the reefs are, you know, they're pretty beat in, in terms of, but there's still a lot of life on them. Sure. But. Um, Pretty, pretty safe, or are they, they, they they pretty sharp? These reefs? No, no. What I mean to say, it's it's what I mean. Uh, to say, I, I know you're saying that it means that there's damage, still, little yeah, da- damage yeah, and things it, like that. It, it, it's not like a pristine. No, I'm saying outside of that, is it like a uh, a safe environment to swim in, or is it like I sketchy? I find or... it great. Yeah, yeah. I uh, you, you do have to watch. I mean, the waves are pretty, are pretty intense. Yeah. A lot of places. So right? like, especially in the wintertime, and especially if you don't know what you're doing. Right. I've actually pulled a couple of people out of. Kahana. Yeah, I'm a fucking amateur when it comes to swimming, and we're gonna like get into like yeah. teaching me how to be more comfortable in the water. <laughs> some, I'm some, happy. I, I, at a later date for sure, but like like having that comfortability here is is, is essential. I feel like because it is like, a very legitimate environment, you know. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm here, really. Yeah. I mean I'm 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 glad that Cheryl. I mean I feel very well. Oh, so back to the Bahoa story, real real quick. Sure, sure. So um, so we get here, Bamboo Estates, which is actually no longer here because the lava took it. Right. So this is just where like we're kind of set a setting where we're at right now. We're in Lalani. Well, I shouldn't be saying that, but like we're in a, a lava a lava flow zone that was three miles from here. Um, so it's, we're, we're like ground zero from the lava flow of 2018. I know one of your neighbors mm-hmm. and they said it sounded like a jet engine was going off all 24 seven flush, like a jet engine. Cause they, they stayed, <laughs> like, they stayed during it and they just, it was like a, they might've just trying to sleep through that, you know? Well, it, yeah. It's the earth going, oh, <laughs> like, like Pele is saying, Am I gonna oh. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like enough already. I gotta release this pressure. Right, 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 right. Oh. You totally. know that 
So I've been there. <laughs> I've, I've been there too. I've, I've definitely been there. I appreciate it. So yeah, and and um, yeah, well, sorry, I, 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 we're talking about Pahoa and like lava flow and yeah, like, so know, my neighbors. So yeah, the Bamboo Estate. So we mm-hmm. so I it was funny because I walked in mm-hmm. um, after we were packing and, and packing our stuff in and doing. I walk in and Cheryl's bawling her eyes out. Sure, she's crying. I'm like, what are you? What what did I do now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, like, what, what, what unconscious thing that <laughs> did you pick up What on? did I do yeah. now? And, and, yeah. she, and no, she looked at me. She was like, I get it. Like being in the jungle, she's like, I, I totally get what you, to, why you want to live here. And I can see myself living oh, she's, here she's, now. Is this clicked for her? Like, she's yeah, like, like that. Oh, no Before way. that. So she goes, I said, well, what do you mean? And she goes, well, I, I was thinking we'd hang out for two years and then you'd be off to Hawaii and I would stay, you know, right. in, in, in New Hampshire. Right. Like, Oh, I'm glad you told me that. Why, why would like, like, you're like, for you wasn't even a possibility. You're like, why would you do that? Like, yeah, so I was. I like was New Hampshire over Hawaii. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you mean? what do you mean? I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I was just rolling with it, and, yeah. and, and, and and you know, it was it was it was really it was it was pretty amazing. So so basically, once she committed, and we were, and I basically was counting the. I'm like, okay, well, this is where I need to be. So I, I basically we were thinking originally this area versus. You know, we're looking at a few things here. And, and why this area? Were you looking at because of prices or prices? But also, you know, you get in the ocean. You know, yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty easy Accessible, to get in the ocean. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the the smaller like versus the other side. I kind of like the smaller town vibe. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm from a smaller town, and, and totally. I was talking about being uh, Hawaiians, but before I find I understand because I've been lived in a small town right. most of my life, even as an adult. I and I. I did a pretty good job of fitting into that town. Mm-hmm. Um, All just, characters that are involved. Yeah, yeah and, and it, I think it's just a way of, of relating to people in a small sure. town versus, you know, where where you go certain places where they don't you don't look at each other and stuff like that. And right. I'm, you know, I'm more the person who likes to look people in the face and engage and, yeah. and, engage and, and, and um, um, but I also like the fact that that, that if you if if, if you don't want to tell people your business, that it's it's like it, it's it's a, it's kind of a People, I mean, like, yeah. it's so awkward moving somewhere during a pandemic. <laughs> you know, like for me, it's like I don't have a very good sense of like how it is here normally. You know, but to me, it's it's been super challenging to make connections because everyone's kind of on their own program. Everyone, everyone has a dope little spot they have. You know, so they're not trying to go anywhere. You know, and like and they are set and like what their reality is. You know, and I made a, a few connections like with yourself and a few other friends, but like. For the most part here, I mean, everything is pretty, um, it feels, I won't say closed off, but it feels like more guarded than normal. And it feels like a pretty guarded place where you have to like really kind of like, we we're saying before, make good eye contact, you know, and like prove yourself before you're kind of, kind of let into the crew, it feels like. Well, yeah, and I also think it's because of, of what, was it two years ago, the flow? Yeah, 2018. Yeah. So that cleared a lot of people, but then the people yeah. who stayed are like, oh, where? The hardcore ones. Yeah, and they're also, yeah. you know, I think it's 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 rightly so. It's something they've all been through. So sure. I guess it, it's sort of an un, you know, it's an unwritten thing. You know, right. when you can, you just, oh, I, I know what that's like. Sure, it's like surviving a traumatic yeah. event together. Yeah, so totally. I, I think there there's that. I mean, I think, and, and I think they're also, being on an island in a tourist place, um, it's also... People tend to stay for like two years, so that's what another thing I've heard. Right. You know, but there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot in this neighborhood specifically. There's a lot of people that have been here for 30 or 40 years, which is yeah. insane. 
And, and so what's drawing you up north? Like, what, what, what about the north is attracting? attracting well, I, I like, I like, uh, I can get in the water in some of the places up there, too. Right. And um, a little more private. The, the, the houses are a little further away from each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though, actually, you you know, you have, a, you have good privacy here. These acre lots are perfect, I feel yeah. like. I mean, I feel like having yeah. a neighborhood where everyone has one acre, you know, is totally fair. Yeah. But I'm thinking up there, I wouldn't, I'd do an acre, too. I yeah, think yeah. An, acre's, an acre's a good amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, it, it, it's, I think... It's the water, but also the landscape. It's a little more New Englandy. Weird. weird uh, I think Cheryl. As far as the, the yeah, and, and she likes horses out. too. So that's yeah. another thing. There's there's more uh, ability to, to 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 do the horses, you know. Right. More open space. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just more people doing it, and, and also yeah. the soil up there is you're not dealing with the cinder, so you, you can there are deeper deeper soils out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Is, is there um, still a, a big fire ant problem there as well, or do you know? I don't think. Um, if you go further up, there's no fire ants, but the, down down in the valley, I'm sure. I mean, I think it's. I mean, it's bad around here too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I, you know, we go, we work it, we're working them. I mean, yeah. If, I, if I'm not careful, I like that one day, I, I definitely paid the price. Sure. Well, it's just funny because it, Hawaii has so many different ecosystems and so, so many different fields to choose yeah. from. Like, if you want to live in like, you can live in one neighborhood and have a totally yeah. like, a total vibe, but you live in another neighborhood. Uh, the next town over have a completely different vibe, you know, and like a, an entirely different ecosystem too. It could be rainy in one area and it could be, you know, uh, dry in another area, you know. And uh, well, the f- soil soil is another example also. Yeah, the first time um, we came, that when we stayed in Bamboo States and the crying and the whole thing, right. we, we we logged in twelve hundred miles in 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 one week of driving. Oh yeah, we we and we loved it. It was wow. it, it was like. Christmas. I mean, right, 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 right. We went to, you know, Waipio Valley. We went to uh, a hobby up, up in there. Uh, we went to, you know, Captain Cook. We stayed around in, in and uh, I, forget uh, the, I forget the Hawaiian name. I prefer to say that, but the also the um, two step and also um, um, a whole Kenna. Okay. Is there, and, is there a lot of hiking around and a lot of outdoor, you know? Oh, like, yeah. There's definitely plenty yeah. of hiking, like waterfalls and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of great hiking, um, snorkeling. I mean... More snorkeling on the west side, right? Yeah, and it's a little bit safer, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, the, the, this side is, is, if you don't know what you're doing, uh, especially in the wintertime, you, right. you, you really need to be careful. Cause right. I've, I've, yeah. And, uh, but that's what I like about it. I, I like the fact that I can go out and kind of play with the currents and right you know obviously yeah. if, it, if it's super big i'm not going out but i i feel pretty comfortable in in fairly big stuff i mean um and man i don't i don't know any other it's the most free i feel it's in the it, water oh yeah and and it's weird because i i always uh, like turtles i mean um mm-hmm. And you, 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 dolphins you, you, I, I had this one experience where mm-hmm. i was off kahana and you know i, I don't if the dolphins come to me, fine. I'm not going to go chase them. So, so, so but, let everyone know like this. It's, it's usual to find dolphins uh, outside of Kahana and swim with them in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. If they want to come in, if they don't want to come in, they don't come in. Yeah. But, but also a few other places on the island where they'll they'll swim with people. If um, it's, it's the most magical thing I've ever seen. I'm yeah. just I'm just chilling on the beach one day. I was like, are those, are those people hanging out with dolphins? <laughs> just, like, yeah. Having a good time together, swimming and playing together. It was yeah. so magical. 
it's, I, I don't really agree with like the boats putting in front of, but but if you go out there, mm. uh, there's a little bit of, of uh, not, I, I don't I don't think that's right. I think, because they, they're sleeping. People are taking boats out there? They're sleeping during the day. Uh-huh. So a lot of times when they're swimming, right. they're, they're, they're actually sleeping and they're, and they're, um, yeah, it's their rest time. So if you put boats in front of them and they're going in the same pattern, they'll have to go around the boat and it'll be disruptive to their their sleep habits. And they're doing that to see the dolphins. You're saying? Yeah, there's some companies that do. I just yeah, don't. Yeah, sightseeing tours. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I just I feel. Yeah, and there's definitely you, people out here. Well, you're you're swimming out there and yeah. just chilling with them. Yeah, yeah. So I go out, swim out. Mm-hmm. Dolphins come in. Sure. And they start circling around me. I, um, and I brought a tie out there. Mm-hmm. A tie. A tie. Like a like a like a, a necktie. Okay, yeah, go on. <laughs> so um, yeah. I saw like maybe a month ago, right. month before that, so this woman what was, was with these scarves. Underdressed? You're like, man, no, no, this, no, no, this, no, this no. dolphin is so no, underdressed. No, 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 wait, wait. So, so this scarf, she'd be throwing scarves, and they'd take them under their flipper uh-huh. and 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 play with them. Like they'd take no them way. and give it, give them to each other. No way. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna bring my tie out and see what right. happens. You so, trade with them. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was gonna give like him maybe a, a gift. Per, maybe a pearl. I'm like, are you? <laughs> no, I was. I was. I had enough back. It was. It was. It was amazing. And yeah, yeah. so I. I went out there and uh, I put the tie out there and it was. It was in this long form. Mm-hmm. And they, they're like, no, I'm not interested in that. They're like, they're like, they they get they come in like from yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they're, they're, like, they're, two trying, feet. I'm trying to get out of the business. There's something. Yeah, like looking at like, yeah, no, yeah, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. put that tie out. There. I know. I know that trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So what, 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 then I tied it up, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, I look out, and they've gone. You know, they took my tie, and they they were playing around, around playing around with it. And then at one point, I, I I went down. I just I just felt like going down, so I went down 15 feet. Mm-hmm. And um, they came in. They circled around me within two two feet. Like three of them came in, and I came up. I was like, oh, that was amazing. And, right. and then I looked at the folks, and I said, did you see that? And they said, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. And I was like, wow, I, I felt really um, blessed. I felt, totally. I felt, it, it was amazing. It was, yeah, a moment with nature, man. It's yeah. insane. And I've had similar stuff with turtles, too. It's been an interesting, like the other day, I was with my nephew. Right. Um, and one came up right next to me. Mm-hmm. Like right, um, I did also have an experience with a GoPro where um, I was in a, a pond where they come and sleep at night. Mm-hmm. But this was during the daytime and I was, I was shooting and it was like maybe 15 feet away. Sure. And it was dunking down and it was it was 10 feet away, mm-hmm. five feet away. <laughs> it hit my GoPro right. <laughs> I actually had to had to push him yeah, off. Enhance, like, enhance, enhance, enhance. <laughs> <laughs> and just it went boom. Yeah, yeah. And then then I I was like I had to actually like. Mm-hmm. Actually, physically lift totally. him off me because he was like he, he. It was it was it was wild. Anyway, for her, I, 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 I've even had experiences with, like, with cats here because the cats are wild in this neighborhood yeah. and they're like just doing their own thing, and like I, I like they're like like small little lions. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, and I approach them, I hang out with them. Like no one, none of them have let me like touch them at all yet. But like I'll stop there. I'll have we'll have like moments nice. you know, with these cats on the road. <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm slowly building relationships. You know, and I've been, I've been trying to feed them uh, cat food, and they've been regurgitating it on the carport <laughs> because really the, 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 they're not interested in the cat food apparently, or it doesn't that doesn't compete with their di- digestion. I'm sure because they're eating actual fucking birds and mice and different things rather than like processed nonsense that I'm trying to give them. Wait, so. I'll get this great chicken over here. What are you thinking? <laughs> I know. 
All right, so let's wrap, let's wrap this up. So what, what, what would you, um, you know, give people advice for people that are interested in coming to Hawaii, how to be respectful here, how to travel consciously? Because I know that's a big issue that, you know, needs to be, you know, kind of faced here about, like, about tourism is a very, for sure, a very important thing to happen here so people can, you know, provide for a quality of life and give people a, a conscious uh, experience. So, like, what would you say to people who wanted to come to Hawaii and how to do it very, very intentionally? and get the most out of it? I would just say that to, to pause and listen. Mm. And um, it, I mean, I guess it goes back to the, the golden rule. You, you treat people, I don't know if that's the golden rule, but you treat people. I think it is for sure. Treat yeah. people the way you want to be treated. Totally. And, and, yeah. and, and not to be like, hey, I'm here and you're at the whim of, of me versus right. instead of being like, well, um, it's the spirit of Aloha, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, I give you... Explain, uh, explain the spirit of Aloha. So in, as far as I, it's, you know, I've watched a bunch of things. I've also talked to people about it. And, sure. and it is Aloha. Um, I think it's, like I said, I give you my, ha is breath. Ha. Mm-hmm. So I exchange my force for, with yours. It's, right. I, I give you Energy. and I can receive. It's it's mm-hmm. love. It's it's it's, but not a selfish. It's more like a right. alo- like, aloha. That. So I give you my breath and 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 and, uh, um, yeah. And that's, it can be a greeting, I, I a greeting you. or a goodbye. It's like I, it, it's it's acknowledging that the person's being. Right. It sounds like a, a, a Sanskrit saying of Om Namo Guru Dev Namo, which means I honor the divine teacher within you. It sounds like it's like, yeah, I, 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 yeah, like I, I honor yeah, you, know, you, like you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or I give you, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I and see they, you, I feel and, you. And, they, and they put their heads together and they, it's like, breathing you know, their breath. Yeah. Yeah. So, Beautiful. so that, um, yeah, so people, just so, don't be fucking assholes. Right. But I know that's easier. I mean, that's just a but but but. But that, that is aloha. I mean, aloha is, is is treating like as we're all one. You know, and that's that's what I feel like. You know, the, the whole Hawaiian spirit is is that like we're all doing this together. We're all in this you know nature experiment together. And there's no no need for us to you know have this you know division. And know some of the history. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important uh, to to you know the. From the um, you know, King Kamehameha unifying the islands, and then also uh, to uh, the Queen who got uh, the sugar barons basically overthrew the government, and then they, you know she went to the Grant, I think was the president at the time, sure, and went to Grant and said uh, it was a civil, yeah, I think it was Grant. So he went to and basically said, hey, I, I um, we're sovereign. Mm-hmm. And, you, and I've been to Washington. I've been to, and how you know, fix this. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They rushed through the bills of Congress and all that right. kind of stuff. And they were uh, still under the back door. This whole situation. And they, they arrested her. They, they their house. She was under house arrest. I think also the, the, out, surfing was outlawed for a little bit too. Surfing was outlawed. Yeah. The language. Hawaii? You know, the the, the language was. Uh, so when they after they took it over, they created a new government. Right. Right. That. You know, was and, not in line with the and she was ready to write. Values. The thing is, she was ready to write a new constitution for the, the uh, giving the Hawaiians more rights. Right. So they were like, "We got to 
you know, so they. So, so the queen was getting ready to process a constitution that was going to give Hawaiians more rights, and the U.S. government, yeah, you know, went slid under the back door and made. It was and, more. And, and, it was and, more the corporation of the the, the not the corporation, but the the uh, capital interests of the sugar barons. Okay, so the sugar barons like lobbied to be able to control. Yeah, they basically took over, took over, and there was someone in her administration. I forgot the name, but why why why, to, why isn't sugar some sort of thing anymore? Is it all dried up, like the processing sugar here? It's all cheaper buying it in Asia. Oh, okay, so. Just transferred to Asia. Yeah, I would. I, I think. I mean, yeah, in South yeah. America, probably it's yeah, probably yeah. a lot easier to. That's interesting. Plus, yeah. plus, you you know, if you go to those countries, it's it's a shorter haul to to you know, let's say Georgia. Sure. Or anything. Yeah, I mean, we are in the middle of nowhere here. Yeah. So like, there, there's yeah. not. So yeah. as far as I'm getting economically, it didn't make sense. Right. And and I think um, plus they re- replaced it with high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Uh, sure. Anyway. Oh, Hawaii. What a, Hawaii is the most complex place <laughs> I think I've been. Every, yeah. Every, but every, yeah, you could, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it has so many different feels to it and in a beautiful way. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying as a negative, it's, it's a very uh, interesting place that has, you know, a, a density to it. And it's very dense with, you know, what the, uh, what's happening, the vibration here. I do think, to mm-hmm. kind of round it off, mm-hmm. I do think if when you come with a spirit like, I'm not here to, to take, this over or, right. or, or or I'm respecting you. Yeah, I'm here to learn. And and, and I'm here to learn. I'm, you know, I'm here as a, as a guest. Right. Like a guest of. Uh, but I, I also, you know, if I if 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 I can, you know, I, um, yeah, I I would like to be your friend or whatever and that type of thing. Versus, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I just think it's it's that. It's a small town thing where, right. where you're kind of, you come to a new new small town and you, you kind of have to feel your way around and... and um, Rely on each other. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. There, there, yeah, there's yeah. a sense of that too. I yeah, mean, yeah. A lot of people give each other food right. and, and stuff. So I, I think once you earn that, like you said mm-hmm. before, with, the, with, with, the, with that, I think it's... Uh, yeah, I think that's part of it. Being... being um, Giving in a way, giving, right. giving, Integra- Integrating with the culture rather than removing yourself and creating and putting barriers, you know, between you and the culture. And I think, I think that's like a, with anywhere in some places it's harder to do in others. And Hawaii is one of those places where it has a deep and rich culture and uh, it feels like it's, ac- it's accessible as long as uh, we're open to, to learn and respecting it and opening to, you know, trying to, you know, operate within it rather than, you know, operating our own agenda and uh, using, you know, our own, you know, uh, concepts of reality to influence the beautiful reality that already exists here. <laughs> all, 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 we, all we can do is observe and have gratitude and be thankful that we're able to spend this time on this beautiful earth, in this beautiful place with these beautiful people. And uh, I thank you so much, John, for having this beautiful conversation. <laughs> and I think there'll be one of many. And uh, we'll have to check in again uh, with you and your, your fasting coming up here and do some, do some water activities. And um, I'm sure we have a litany of things to to get into in the future, man. And thank you so much for uh, joining us today. And I love you all who are listening. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I love you. You're the best. You're beautiful. Bye-bye.